and we're back. Woohoo! Better than ever. <laughs> Welcome to uh, a long overdue episode of the Nitrogen Podcast uh, covering uh, November 18th, 1996's WCW Nitro. Um, of course, it's me, Marvelous Mark Ashworth. Not much has changed in that respect. I haven't got married and taken somebody else's name. And I'm hoping my wonderful co-host hasn't either. Uh, Have you, Brian? Why Why would you hope that I haven't got married? How dare you? I thought you were my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Just the second name bit, that's all. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, everything's same, everything's same. Good. Um, new format, guys. From this point onwards, we're going to be doing a watch-along episode. Primarily because we uh, started to take the notes for this episode and it was two cruiserweight matches that were pretty good. And um, yeah, that's a rather difficult thing to do, not only when you've got multiple things going on, but also when a, when an episode is an hour and 38 minutes, as I think believe this one is, um, it takes almost an hour and a half to do the notes for one match. Speak for yourself, it would take me fucking like three hours to do the notes just for for one match <laughs> seriously sometimes it can be uh, a momentous uh, experience like um, I, I probably should just like talk about this a little bit uh, so people can understand just how much of an ordeal that it is for me personally I have said that I do suffer from sensory overload so sometimes trying to do multiple things at once is very very difficult and I've found in the last Takes a heavy breath. Five fucking months since we last did a podcast. And we'll explain that as we go along. Why it's yeah. taken us this long. Um, I might have ADHD. So, yeah. Uh, this is probably the better format. And also, whilst we explain why we've been gone for five months, you'll understand why we changed the format a little bit more as well. Mark, take it away. What's been going on in your life? Uh, we'll talk about that during the episode, oh. because otherwise we're going to be here for six hours. <laughs> so one of the primary reasons, we we did, before we stopped, when we went on hiatus, um, we did put a little thing on Twitter about uh, what the what the most comfortable length of an episode was. I was, I was getting a bit concerned uh, with the length of our episodes, because they were going on for quite a while. Aside from the fact that we were doing watch-along pay-per-views, which you understand is going to be quite a lengthy experience. Um, and the uh, the consensus was that people enjoyed episodes that were like an hour or maybe an hour and 30 minutes. So the tie-in basically became, well, why don't we just do watch-alongs instead? And not only that, you're getting our... Um, you're getting our unique reaction to things then as well. And not only that, you know, the surprise elements there, we're not just talking through things and, and just guiding you guys through things that you might not have seen or you have seen and you're looking for a different perspective on. But you're actually hearing our shock and awe if that is indeed what is happening on the screen or our, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. <laughs> it could be anything. And we think this is going to give it a little bit more excitement, a little bit more emotion there's many many positives that go with switching to this format and on that note brian do you want to count us in yep three two one play the depression space that, by this time 
yeah, I had to. I like. I went forward to press play. <laughs> so if if it went silent, if it hurt, you know, if it, if it was a very quiet play, that's why. But I'm making sure it's playing. Yeah. Um, we open so, up with the NWO clearing everybody out, or having cleared everybody out, almost as if nothing's happened. But obviously, this is from the dark match prior to the uh, episode beginning. Ah, so now I've got a little bit of context here because I'm like, I haven't seen this. <laughs> I know it's been five months since we last recorded, but yeah, I, I, I thought I had quite a vivid memory and I would have remembered uh, Larry Zabisco's beautiful, beautiful sports court here. <laughs> that is a nice shade of teal. Teal, teal, teal. Is that how you call it? Is that how you pronounce it? Cian? I don't fucking know. Yeah, it could I've, be Cian for all I know. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no but idea. But I meant Teal anyway. Yeah, <laughs> Teal. Yeah. I, I'm debating whether it's Teal or Cian. Cian. Um, and Cian. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and I got a little bit mixed up along the way. I think it. I think that. I think all of that now is asking more questions and giving me answers. It's, it's a nice sports court. Yeah, so, so that I'm trying to. So that's high voltage and. Was it the nasty boys? Yeah, the nasty boys were there. So this I kind of. I can't tell if it was high voltage or not. I I thought it might have been the Steiner Brothers for a second. I think I have a I have a sneaking suspicion at this point that uh, Steiner Brothers actually aren't in WCW, but I could be wrong. So this we're now oh, finding yeah, we the fatal flaw of doing watch alongs is that we've done absolutely no research whatsoever. We're just going to watch it along. Um going forward we will do our research again, but as we were as as Brian was alluding to earlier on, we've had so much going on in our lives for the past five months that uh, yes. we we haven't really <laughs> and today we wanted to do this because it's the it's actually the anniversary of this episode and going forward we want to be releasing um, episodes on anniversaries, ideally. So, yeah, why not? This is I mean, this, we, this is what we they were doing. Definitely hope. <laughs> yeah. So it's, this is what they were doing twenty-seven years ago. And uh, that's a rare shirt that that Kevin Nash is wearing an NWOWrestling dot com shirt in nineteen ninety-six. I bet that'll be worth a fair bit on eBay, wouldn't it? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Ironically, I'm actually wearing an NWO shirt shirt today, so I'm prepared Good in on you. one aspect. Good on <laughs> I you. I just I needed to pop to the garage to get some milk earlier, so I just threw whatever T-shirt on uh, that were available on, and just got got out of those clothes. So because in the in the studio it is fucking freezing. Oh, oh here we go. Yeah, it's Meng and Barbarian and Jimmy Hart just screaming around. Yeah, there's a backstage brawl to start with the Nitro. Now, this is what's been missing in wrestling, I find. AEW have done a little bit of this, but they've kind of, like, calmed down on it. So, like, we, we just generally don't get out like this. You mean the the very hot openings? Yeah, yeah, the hot opening, like a brawl to start, yeah. like, in the back, like... Or a brawl that actually goes into the back. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I like how they're forcing them through the fire exits. And those, seriously, I don't believe for one minute those are actually fire exits. I think I think they just put stickers on them. Yeah. It's like where's the boy? 
you know. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they'd be alarmed. Yeah. That's why Jimmy Hart didn't want to walk through his. Oh, so you, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's 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 high voltage. Who are the other two? So that's is that Cyclope or whatever you were calling him? Yes. And I think it was. Oh, and the network is pausing the chair shots. Oh no, it's saying yeah, we don't want to show show you that. That's why. Oh, so that's that's TNT doing that. Okay, fair enough. Yes. Apologies to the network guy. <laughs> Yeah. I messaged you. I messaged you the other night. I was watching Raw, and uh, Otis was just he was he was supporting his tag team Chad Gable from the outside, and he's just making a lot of noise, like he's saying stuff, but every word was indistinct. And I'd, obviously, it's not on the network, but I can imagine that it would say indistinct. And I messaged you saying that everything he says is in brackets indistinct, and you said I don't know who the fuck the Otis is. Uh, yeah, I've got to apologise, mate. <laughs> I have no idea. It's like yeah, honestly. That- it was that big guy that looks like a thumb that won the money in the bank during lockdown. Yeah, I didn't, I don't see, even, I didn't see that either. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you actually just saw like pictures or out like that. Sometimes I just forget that you, not not watching. I know you don't watch, but just like you don't really see things on on Twitter or like that. There's a guy in the audience here with an NWR shirt, uh, shirt on. That's twice I've said short, and it's not an official one. It's the NWA rap group font yes so I was thinking do you, know, do you remember that really bad AJ Styles t-shirt from TNA it looked like it were made of spunk <laughs> I thought it was that, it was like that welcome back ladies said, and gentlemen it took <laughs> approximately 16 minutes to say the word spunk <laughs> we did really really well <laughs> I'm back baby I love it that's brilliant Oh, the Parker! Oh yes, Here I'm we go. fucking excited for this guy. The most gifable wrestler ever. Absolutely. I mean, I, I liked a gif of his today. Uh, it was literally how every Royal Rumble should end, um, and it's just La Parker's won it, and he just gets his chair out, sits down, and Charles Robinson just raises his arm. So yeah. Great stuff. I, I thought you meant he just gets a chair, folds it, and just starts playing air guitar with it. Well, that would be good as well. Um, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Just, um, just to quickly also, give context here also, uh, Tony Schiavone has walked off from the commentary booth after they were both bullied by Scott Hall and Kevin Nash at the beginning, at the outset of this episode starting. Um, Schiavone has left Larry by himself to commentate um, because Larry didn't stick up for him and was it, it must have been the last episode of the uh, uh, Nitro because he was the thing is I don't, I don't get this because in the last episode of Nitro Tony was um, laughing he was he was um, what, did they call, he, what do you call it right he was corpsing corpsing right? that's it yeah, yeah that, that's a shoot it's not a work yeah yeah he was corpsing and now Tony's all pissed off that Larry wasn't sticking up for him it's like Larry, really you were laughing last week but that's not meant to happen Oh, what a nice start here. Hoover 2 Guerrero versus La Parker, and this is La Parker in... This is prime La Parker shape, this. Um, I mean, this is this is prime Hoover 2 Guerrero shape as well. Big yeah, fan of both of them. Yeah. Hoover, who is now currently uh, training with Sasha Banks. No way! 
Yes, you were down in Mexico training with wow. me and the former Kalisto, who is legitimately one of her real-life best friends, so that's not a surprise. Now, if that means that she's going to be making return or she's looking for adventures new because she's actually just copyrighted some new names, yeah, Mercedes yeah. Monet being one of them, um, who who knows? Just who knows? But it's interesting. Mm. Oh, <laughs> love it. The Pike has just done a spinner, Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet Booker T's looking in the back saying, I'm having that. Yes, he's stealing that all day. Because I have not seen him do this on TV so far. Oh, lovely back, 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 back breaker. There we go. We'll get that one right. I've got to say, I do generally love La Parker's look. The hmm. shoulder skulls here, not so much. No, they look a bit it dangerous, kind of, don't they? <laughs> not, yeah, especially considering they look like they're made of paper. Yeah. So, you, you know, paper cuts. Like, you don't want a paper cut, guys. They're... You know, I'd rather just bled. <laughs> like, yeah. difficult, so just, they're so fine. Oh, lovely suicide dive there. I am slightly yeah. marking out for the fact that you call it a suicide dive. Yeah, top a suicider as well. I, I, you know, I, I, I kind of do both. The um... uh, I was watching AEW a lot. Uh, I haven't been watching it as much over the last couple of months, to be honest with you. But I was watching a lot, so it's always, always Excalibur. Top a suicider. Yeah. You know, so it, I just kind of like got into that trend and now just got them back out of it <laughs> mm. yeah as I was saying about the park it kind of looks like a Halloween costume it does yeah yeah, yeah the, the, exactly the rest of it's fine mm. like is he actually wearing a vest here as well like he looks like he's got a leather vest over his attire and he just hasn't taken it off yeah kind of like um, yeah a bit like Green Ranger's shield vest yeah, thing yeah uh, that you knew yeah, was made out right. of like polyester. Yeah, it's alright, it's fine. Oh now that is a unique move. Very nice. Like spring Oh, close call. Springboard yeah, so... head scissors? No, no, it's not head yeah, scissors. You, you, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But uh well, Parker was actually sat on the opposite rope. Yeah. So like a triangle like a like a Chris Jericho's triangle drop kick. In a sense, but in just springboard. Uh, oh, very nice. Looked like he caught him, though. Worth noting that the uh, Professor Iron Mike Tenez joined Larry Zabisco on the commentary desk now. So he's going to be calling the action with Larry, giving Larry a, a helping hand, because obviously Larry is not a lead commentator. And he'd probably just, like, start saying racial stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be having that now. It'd be funny that the uh, that TNT to say, yeah, we can't show you all these headshots with the, with the chairs and things like that. We can't show you that, but why is the Discord just sat on commentary being racist? Oh, big, <laughs> yeah, big, big, bigger there from uh, Larry. Uh, Larry, <laughs> not from Larry, from La Barker. <laughs> you, you are right. You are right, though. <laughs> that this probably takes us back to the old editing Chris Benoit out of everything. You'd yes. be editing quite a lot. I mean, but I, I know that's unfair. I, I, Larry's like maybe two or three in a in an episode. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, you know, a full twenty minutes of uh, action. And, and and in the real, he's a genuinely lovely bloke. Like we know he's a yeah. heel on TV, but he's such a nice bloke in reality. And like, I don't think that's just genuinely him. It's just him trying to be a heel. 
and he does toe the line a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he, he, I, I think he knows his limits at the same time. Oh, mm. Mexican surfboard coming up here. It's like, give me your fucking arm. <laughs> Trying to do me move, bro. Oh, I love it. Jesus Christ, they're screaming from Hoover there. Look at that, though, as he reversed it. I know. Oh, that's a good reverse, that. Only a, only a two. I think we are a teeny tiny bit of work. You'd have, you'd have made a decent uh, wrestling commentator. Yeah. Um, Did you never have a bash at it when you were a kid? I think everybody had a bash at it when, they, <laughs> yeah. when you were a kid, you know. They're but you quickly realise, some people quickly realise, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not good at this. Yeah, I, I do pause and stutter a hell of a lot. I probably won't be good at it. Mm. I'm the same. Did you ever go to Eureka? No, I don't think so. I that's did. that sort of oh, that looked gnarly. My park has gone right into the uh, into the corner corner post. Uh, I think Eureka was in Paddyham, in Paddyham Power Station or something like that, and it was basically a place um, that educated people on uh, like nuclear power and 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 all that kind of stuff. I could be wrong. <laughs> Me and Beth were talking about it fairly recently, and I went as a kid. And, uh, they had a little. Um, at that time, there must have been a World Cup or something like that. On they had a little booth where you could you could actually go in and you can commentate over like ten minutes of a football match. Um, and yeah, oh, again, oh nice springboard here in Corona though. Lovely. Yeah, quickly you realise. Yeah, I'm 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 not quite out for this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think anybody that grew up playing the N64 wrestling games or the uh, the first couple of Smackdown games I think like first three actually they didn't have commentary they just had music play as you reckon yeah yeah I, th I think everyone every kid did their own commentary yeah but most of it was like you know talking to the brother talking to the sister talking to the friends like watch this big back body drop <laughs> <laughs> calling your own shots like that's not a good commentator right there no it's like uh, like Jerry Waller going ha gonna say something sexist oh man <laughs> interesting trying to spin oh it's sloppy oh it's a good idea oh I'm glad they didn't finish there yeah that yeah. would have been a really like Worcester ends this match and so speaking the fans of it. are turning up way to the entrance so I like what like people somebody's gonna do a running here yeah, I mean, they keep doing that. Oof, slammed him down on the tailbone there. They keep doing that, but I, I have a sneaking suspicion that now the TV screens are there, yes. that they're seeing themselves. Oh, sent on. Splash. Misses it. The thing is, is that Will Parker actually did that after Hoobie had already started moving. Mm. Right. There is a little bit of mistiming here. Inside cradle. Is he got oh, it? Oh, it's... No, he hasn't. Oh, he hasn't. Clever close. <laughs> but this has been a good match regardless. Like, it has, I can, yeah. I, I can overlook the mistiming of certain moves, but... They're trying to, trying to keep the they, pace up, aren't they? Yeah, they're trying to keep the pace up, and obviously they'll be working to a certain amount of time as well. They will, more than likely, there will be time restraints on, the, on this. Yeah. More than most matches, so... You know, they want to get the shit in. Speaking of which, listening to um, 
Kevin Nash's podcast last week, and uh, he said, um, I think somebody asked if if there was like a funny Sean. Ma- oh, very nice, very nice. Tornado DDT. Oh, it's just snapped that perfectly, and it. Oh, and only a two, excellent. And one of the masks on Lil Parker's shoulders, and he like came off. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think they've asked like, uh, have you got like a? Obviously, there's plenty of funny Shawn Michaels stories, but he said something like they were in a tag match and um, the referee was saying go home, go home uh, to Nash. So Nash goes over and tells Shawn Michaels we need to go home, and Shawn Michaels turns around and says, "Fuck it, we're not on last. Let <laughs> <laughs> let the main eventers take three minutes off there." Um, oh, sloppy there, Hoovy. Oh, nice! <laughs> Not sloppy from La Parker. That's got to be a three. Oh, very, yeah, it is. very good. What are you going to call that, Brian? Uh, I think that was the spinal tap. It oh, was what AJ okay. Styles usually does. Yes. Well, what he used to do in TNA. Yeah. We just, uh, Mike's in it, it's just called that a corkscrew move off the top. Yeah, it, it 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 was a corkscrew. Um, it's not as a spinal tap from AJ South, but AJ usually did it over the top rope, like round yeah. from the top. Yeah. So one of his specialties. So this would have been such La a beautiful move. Was it La Parker's debut? I think it might have been. It's definitely his debut on Nitro. I don't know if it'd been on Saturday Night yeah, or a main yeah. event or a pro or whatever fucking. B, C, D, E shows that they have at this point. They have a lot. <laughs> like a Batman belt buckle, that as well. I was just about to say that. Yeah. A li- also, a little bit like the Rocks with a belt buckle from when he came back in 2002. Like after going all Hollywood, first time having the shaved head and everything. He used to have this big belt, belt buckle. To be fair, he looked fucking badass then. But yeah, I, I did like that belt. Well, Parker's belt, that is, I mean. Yeah. You know, but it, um, I, I like his, his look. His look, his look is just legendary anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Just so cool. It's a Halloween costume come to life. We will just quickly mention, as soon as we're talking about Batman as well, uh, rest in peace to Kevin Conroy. Is that how you say his second name, Conroy? Yes, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. That was a, That was a bit of a... That was some sad news this week. The OG, the voice, the... You know, everybody knows the iconic, um, the iconic drawings. We all we all talk about the movies, and you know, some people they're on the Dark Knight side, and some people aren't like me because I'm a stubborn bastard. But um, everybody knows the cartoons, and everybody knows the comic books, and uh, that is that is more or less the the OG voice of of Batman. It's a real shame. Oh, fucking two for two. Cruiserweight matches back to back here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ultimate <laughs> dragon. <laughs> Not Ultimo dragon. I mean, I'm pretty sure when he made his debut, it was called Ultimo. Not ultimate. I think he was. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to claim that I know any knowledge here, but there must have been something. Either a somebody's made a mistake, or b there must have been something copyright wise yeah this is kind of like when you go to one of those fake wrestling events at King George's Hall <laughs> and you've got ultimate dragon yeah. <laughs> oh man uh, the, I need to get Steve Malenko yeah the world cruiserweight champion 
so as you were talking about AEW earlier on, uh, this is this episode is dropping on, um, uh, well, the, yeah, the eighteenth of November, which uh, I believe is is the start of the Black Friday sales. Is that am I right there, or, or is that next week? Um, usually, uh, it falls on Thanksgiving weekend in in the states. That would have been. I, last I have weekend, to I have to clarify the states because Canada uh, uh, celebrates Thanksgiving as well. They're on. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Uh, so, clari- there is clarity for people who are not very knowledgeable about Thanksgiving and like, okay, yeah, well, I know there's more than one. Which one? Uh, America, that is, and I think it falls on the last Sunday of the of November. Been I'm ne- not hundred sure. Well, or the not the last Sunday, but it's like last day of November. It might change per year. I don't know. I don't know that much. But usually, Black Friday falls. On Thanksgiving weekend, let's say, or a week, right, or that, something. M- that might be next weekend. Then, I yeah, might, so I it might, could I be next week. Yeah. Well, I know that AEW have got the Black Friday week sale on coming uh, from six PM GMT uh, today, and after seeing uh, Britt Baker's promo on Dynamite last night, I think I'm going to go with the DMD shirt. Uh, I'm, I'm, I dig it. I dig it. I'm okay with it. Um, Cool. Shout out to uh, big Gary McDonald there, who, who he was the man that told me uh, told me how to get that shirt in the UK because I hadn't got a fucking clue. <laughs> I just guys, I just don't watch wrestling anymore, and it's depressing. But this is, I'm glad to be able to watch this because this is like keeps legit. It, it's the first it thing, yeah. Yeah, it's the first thing that I've I've watched proper. I in the in the five months that we've not done podcasts, and I'm talking over this, and I apologize, but. And I've speaking of, of speaking of Gary as well, in that five months, I've actually met the bloke in person. Met on him, of yeah. Occasions. We've spent some time. We had, we had a beer together and everything. Yeah, yeah it's has been the best rikishi, dash, uh, rikishi, rikishi dance. He's a good today <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm and sure he'd be happy about that. <laughs> and he was doing it to corn as well, which made it even better. <laughs> yeah, good such dude. a nice bloke. I yeah. like him a lot. So shout out to Gary there, but yeah, as you're saying, like not watching a lot of wrestling, and there's been so much that's happened in wrestling over the last few months as well. Yeah, mainly <sighs> on the WWE side, you know, yeah. uh, AEW has had its issues uh, controlling its wrestlers from fucking doing stupid shit live <laughs> on TV. Right. Uh, okay. So the last time that we recorded was just as Vince had been called out. Yes. For spending money that he probably shouldn't have been spending so <laughs> so we'll just call it that because the independent investigation said there was nothing else to be said so you know but he's okay. retired he's gone he's still uh, the majority shareholder of the WWE he's still the majority shareholder but he has he's not actually doing anything active in the company anymore which yes. has been fucking delightful because it's like night and day uh, and I'm not the biggest Triple H fan I must I must say that off the cuff, he's got he's got his own skeletons in his closet, you know, regarding to China and power plays. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as well, it's like it's a microcosm of, of what Vince has done, and yeah, I can not like turn the other cheek. I don't turn the other cheek, but I'm I'm comfortable with watching WWE a little bit more without Vince. But the product has genuinely been brilliant. You know, consistently brilliant, so I've been enjoying it. 
Like, I, if, if I'm available, if I'm not in bed, I'll watch Raw. Funnily enough, I, I've not, can, I've not can, watched SmackDown in that time. <laughs> can I just say something? Security have just told all the fans to sit down. <laughs> that, that legit just happened. <laughs> in a cruiserweight match between Ultimo Dragon and Dean Malenko, which has been pretty good so far. It has. I know we ain't spoken much about it. It's been pretty good. Oh, the guy, they're all like, nah, fuck it, we're standing up again. Oof. So, and Sonny Ono has just tumbled in the ring and then out, <laughs> which is quite funny. Yeah. Oh, because he's. Are oh, you fucking for joking? God's sake. Oh, why? They went to over the top rope in the fucking first match. What is going on? Can you get um, your fucking rules consistent, please? I don't fucking believe it. Pathetic. This. Is Bill Watts still fucking running the show here or what? <laughs> Oh, for, oh. oh I, I, we've we've just been cheated out of a really good match there. Yes, we have. It's that kind of fucking inconsistent that makes me want to, you know, to shut my laptop down and say bye. I'm, I'm yeah. going. I can't be asked with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday Don't night, fucking... it just said on Saturday night that Jeff Jarrett will face Indistinct. Oh, I can't wait for that matchup. Oh, great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. That that's that's that is frustrating to the nth degree. It really is. So we got Elvis in the ring. <laughs> and Sister Sherry in a very weird get-up here. Yeah. So this is where Colonel Parker. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is. It's all coming back to me now. Yes. But he also, the way she moved her legs, then like, like, oh. So hang on, he, he ducked the, the punch. He ducked the punch and then sold it anyway. The yeah, yeah. I think he just tumbled out the ring like, oh, he's a very clumsy man. He's uh, Robert Parker. Yes, he is. Very yeah. clumsy. Like the amount of times I don't even think we've really spoken about this. Like, but the amount of times he just tumbles over. <laughs> I I've always wondered if. If it's actually, it's just part of his character that is clumsy, or he's just genuinely that clumsy. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to know. I have a sneaking suspicion that he is just generally that clumsy. Yeah, probably. What, what the fuck? So yeah, it's the amazing French Canadians. And with Colonel Robert Parker, Parker, who's now who, a Confederate. Well, yes, he does look very Confederate here. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I I don't know what he's going for. Canadians, please <laughs> clar- clarify. Is this some kind of Canadian get-up that we're not really familiar with? Because, I don't know, I, I get the sneak of suspicion by the colour of the pants that he's tried to be a Mountie, but not been able to find a red jacket. It's like, oh, well, I'm actually American, so <sighs> I'll be like half Confederate, half Mountie. I don't know. I just don't know what to say. We're in that we're in that lull period of a nitro now. We're after the ending of the last match, and now seeing this, we're kind of like, ah, okay, yeah, take the good with the bad and all that lot. Now this is coming back to me a little bit. On the last episode of Nitro we're watching, these were on the verge of being on the outs, so yes. we're gonna see. 
development in this match. I can, I can surely, surely WCW will do the one thing that it's very good at, and that is development of storylines. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's main event storylines, and I, I, everyone who knows that Buff Bagwell ends up being a part of the NWO. So, what? <laughs> Jokes. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers alert. Not spoiler. <laughs> Oh, and Buff Bagwell, who's also had a very, very few eventful months. <laughs> I was going to mention that. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was thinking uh, about mentioning that. Yeah, it yeah. turns out his Twitter wasn't being run by him. Mm-hmm. And then, which we kind of knew anyway. Yes, uh, it, it, it all came out. It all came uh, got confirmed, uh, and then he ended up back in rehab. So, yeah. shout out to. Marcus Bagwell, hope you're doing well, buddy. Um, but I, I think I did tag you in a post. Uh, did you actually see his like his film? Like I don't even like a film audition or just some some for an advert. Or I can't remember what it were, but it, it was dressed. He was dressed in a suit and his hair was grey and slicked back and it was singing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, surely that's not him. Surely it's not him. Well, it was him. He was just wearing makeup and like it weren't his actual hair. So. I was just like, he, he genuinely looked fucking great. So I, I'm, that's a, I'm, that's a shame, really, because he looked fucking brilliant. I'm of the uh, impression that this was actually like a uh, some an idea of DDP's or a production yeah, company w- that DDP's working with for him to um, what's the word to to mature as a person uh, and try to understand gender fluidity and all the changes that have happened since you know he was in the wrestling business to today yes um because he made multiple references to uh to various different um things and um you know like pronouns and all that sort of stuff and then unfortunately that was the time that uh he relapsed and he ended up going back into rehab um from I listened to a DDP podcast a couple of weeks ago, which did mention at the end that he was back out of rehab and he was back with uh, DDP and that they were taking care of him again, that he was on the straight and narrow again. So that's good news. Yes. But yeah, the idea, the concept behind it, and you, you, you're right, you did, you, you, you sent me that video and I had a look. Um, I thought it'd work. Yeah, I did think it was a. I think I thought it was a good idea, and maybe an idea that many people could have related to as well. Old fuddy duddies, sort of like, no, no. In my day, girls were girls and guys were guys, sort of thing. Uh, well, yeah, and, and then oh, we can yeah, see, th- and this doesn't happen with animals, and it's like, well, yeah, it actually does, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you 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 think like a dog can tell fucking. Uh, you know, a male dog from a from a female dog when they're ridiculously horny. You know, like you try fucking separate two dog uh, two male dogs that have tried fucking one another. Like it's ridiculously hard to do. Like, oh. I used to have male dogs, and it's yeah. kind of like a Chinese finger trap, with, but with your cock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it's>, they've docked. <laughs> no, like it's kind of like it bends under. And it's like I didn't really want to describe it, but anybody that's had two male dogs. Well, no, this would have happened at some point, you know. Uh, yeah, it's, brilliant. It, it's fucking, put it this way. Oh, here we go, a bit of frustration between the American males. And Buffy's, I thought he were on his way. He's not, he's just, you know, just 
got back onto the apron. That would have been a good time to walk away, buff. Never mind. It, yeah, I have to uh, say, not a not a massive fan of the uh, French Canadians here. No, um, PCO's fine. I think, especially over the last few years, he's made big wave wins in wrestling. But oh, what's I, he doing? Oh, why? Why? He's not even let down. Can we take that back? Because that move was fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Pure Riggsy. Holy yeah, fuck. So, so Riggs was like half prone. And yeah, sat up. <laughs> <laughs> he was meant to be led down. The one that isn't PCO, I forget his fucking name. Sorry, yeah. I'm not a big French-Canadian fan. He actually did like a sidewalk slam with PCO as his... Right, in, in that position, and then just threw him at Riggs. That was fucking brilliant. I liked it. But it did look like it would have genuinely hurt, but Riggs is fine, thankfully. Hmm. So, yeah, you say that you don't like the French-Canadians. No, but do... they've just, they've just and, entertained us no end, yeah. Yes. Oh, and that's it now. Riggs is dead. The thing ducked. you saw, you went, oh, my God, what's he doing? When I said PCO's made wavelengths and wrestling over the last couple of years, and it's like, you were surprised at that. So, you Former Ring of Honor champion. Wow, okay. Yeah, he were in Ring of Honor for a bit. Oh. Yeah. How old must he be um, now? Pardon? How how old must he be now? Oh, he's in his 50s. Wow, so he's yeah. big back body job. Yeah, he were in, in Impact as well uh, as part of uh, a Ring of Honor faction that they had in there. And uh, I think he's just left. But he, he's he's done some, some things and he's got a... Got a bit of notoriety. He's got notoriety mainly from social media, like, you know, having people throw darts at his chest and all sorts. Legitimately, a fucking tough son of a bitch. Right. I mean, wrestling with one eye as well, like, that's... He's had a hard go of it. Yeah. You know? Single leg drop kick has kicked one of the... Uh... And the amazing French Canadians have won. And they've won, yeah. Yeah. So they've kicked the other one. <laughs> Riggs has kicked the other one because that's all we know him as into Buff who's gone down and it's weird isn't it so you watch um, Ubitude versus La Parker and you've got so many near falls from amazing moves and an accidental thing like this and Buff can't kick out you'd expect Buff to be able to kick out of a basic yeah. thing like that oh, never mind and, anyway and this Scott, is wrestling we need to remember this and Scotty Riggs has got longer hair these days as well it's not a slip back it's actually down to his shoulders at this point and he looks like Tommy Wiseau which one's Tommy uh, I, I, Tommy Wiseau looked... from The Room, so, the room. So, right okay I, I so, haven't watched that right so it, it, he's very again he's got major notoriety but fucking hell uh, obviously you, you you fucking told me I weren't allowed to do this on the podcast hi Mark <laughs> you know it's that guy Oh, yes, oh, of course it is. Yes. Yeah, that's from The Room. <laughs> and, is, that yeah. what, is that what the film's called? Yeah, The Room. Right. Yes. I, I haven't seen it. I've never no, seen you, the film. If you, if you want a really good, really shit film, <laughs> that's the film I watch. didn't hit her. I didn't. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yes. You told me I'm not allowed to do that on the podcast, and I've gone and done it anyway, so fucking sue me. Yeah, five but, months, mate. But all, yes. all, all, all rules are out the window now. <laughs> <laughs> We just talk about we've just talked about two male dogs having sex. <laughs> yeah, and all we, rules. We said the, that AJ's rules. merch looks like spunk. So yeah, yeah, all rules are out the window when we both very you know that 
difficulties with our homes, let's just say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But my podcast room is a lot different these days. I've lost about five centimetres of space from the roof and the walls because uh, the landlord decided, yeah, we're getting it reinstalated. So, yeah, five months of fucking, well, nearly five months of work in my house. So we've had that. Mark's moved house after water damage and fire damage in your, <laughs> in your old house. Uh, yes, neither been his fault, I assume. Oh, I, the fire one is debatable. Uh, but <laughs> Which, well, I, the, I, there is a story behind the fire one, by the way, because Mark was in the midst of moving house at this time as well, and he'd asked me to save some boxes for him at work, and I got in trouble from my boss for doing yeah. it. Apparently, it's a fire hazard, I got told. So I messaged Mark, <laughs> and later on that afternoon... I see his girlfriend Beth, uh, the third man of the of the podcast, post on Facebook about a fire, and I the first thing I could think of was, okay, well I hope they're both safe. Clearly they are. And secondly, I could think of was, please not the boxes, please not the boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just I I just don't know what it's it's weird how the world works sometimes, isn't it? It really is. And then uh, to top it all off, while the fire engines were there and everything. And obviously, I'm outside, kind of consoling Beth, and you know, sorting the dog out because he's he's yippy yipping. Um, Why do you say yippy yipping when he's a fucking staff? <laughs> the a guy phones me on my phone, and I'm not like, "Hello," I'm like, "What?" Because at this point, it's like, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of expecting somebody from work to be saying, "Why why the fuck aren't you in work? Where the fuck have you gone?" Blah blah blah. Uh, and I just went, "What?" And he went. Hi, my name's such and such a person. I'm here to collect your car. So the old 207 that I had, that had been stood on the fucking street for fucking, what, two months? Maybe three months? That day he decided, I'll be there in 20 minutes to pick it up. And I'm like, you couldn't have picked a better day. So yeah, might, that was good have... news that it got to- it got took because it, 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 it were uninsured for a start. Um, and it's been there long enough. Just yeah, we've had a skip outside a house for for two months now, and it hasn't been picked up. Like you know, so I can understand. Jesus like, Christ! Yeah, you get things like, especially with a car that's been uninsured, you know, and needing taken away. Council will get onto you about that, like you know, oh yeah, we found that this car is uninsured and blah 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 blah. And well, that's it's to, funny. Yeah, I have to explain to them that it's actually off the road and it's waiting collection and all that. We kind of got the same fucking deal going on with this skip. It's like, yeah, it's not it's our responsibility. It, it was the fucking people that were doing the work that hired it, and they've disappeared. Well, it's kind of funny with with the car. So the car was still in my name, but I'd I'd stopped paying for it because uh, it had ceased working. By the and way, we've got uh, Lex Luger versus Hugh Morris going on here. So because, well, obviously, I wasn't driving it. Yeah, fuck Lex Luger. Yeah, um, Lex Luger versus Hugh Morris. <laughs> But yeah, the council never got in touch with me. The council never got in touch with me and um, it got torn after two months, three months, whatever. And then the council of uh, where it went back to, Bradford, they got in touch with me two days later to say, this car is uninsured. Why is it uninsured? It's like, really? But anyway, that's... um, Not my responsibility anymore. No. Let's just say that. 
yeah, I'm still fucking confused about what's going on with Hugh Morris. He's still part of the Dungeon of Doom, but he's not assisted by Jimmy Hart. He's changing his look seemingly week in, week out now. Like, he's got the singlet going on, like the full singlet here, but it's like half red, half black. And I don't mean like, like down center. I mean, yeah. the top's black, the bottom is red with the question marks and all that. Kind of like, yeah, it's it, it's just changing his look on the fucking fly at this point. He, he, I, I'm pretty sure he's been saying for like three months, like he's been on the outs with the Dungeon of Doom and he's still part of the Dungeon of Doom, but just not with Jimmy Hart anymore. It was, yeah, who fucking cares? It's you, Morris. Yeah. You know, we just want the <laughs> fucking dungeon to fuck off so we can get to the good stuff. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were they were mentioning the Dungeon of Doom right at the beginning when he was entering, weren't they? So, yeah. Yeah, it's still What's coming the, out to um, the music as well. What was the theory on Lex Luger's white... Yeah. What was the theory on um, Lex Luger's white boots? You know what? I can't quite remember. <laughs> But he still doesn't have them. Was it he was wearing white boots when he was a face and, yeah, and black and when he was a heel? I can't remember. No, because he was constantly wearing white when he was a heel anyway. So it's just nothing's really changed with him Like in that aspect. He just stopped wearing white boots for like a couple of weeks. And then he started yeah. wearing them again. And now he's not got white boots again. Like I can't remember what the theory was, to be honest with you, but... Way, I think like, we preferred the white boots, didn't we? It's a much better look. Yeah. Like, I think I've mentioned this before as well, that he didn't even have Hugh Morris trapped in that Hugh Morris tap No. Tank. What a fucking yeah. jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh was scared of the torture rack. That's why yeah. he... Get... No, no. Yeah, because no. you, you, it would be like live to fight the other day. It's fucking Hugh Morris. Like, you know, he's... He's not going anywhere. He's the bottom of the fucking card. Like, oh, hang on. It wasn't hard Lex is actually saying that, though. Lex is actually saying that. He's uh, saying I didn't get it on. Okay. This is part of the old... Um, part he didn't want to get story. hurt. Like... So really, like in a way, it puts over the torch right... If you Morris is like, yeah, I don't want to get hurt, so I'll just tap out now. But it just makes, yeah. makes him look a bit of a jabroni to, to me. Like Again, I like the idea of living living for another day, but he's at the bottom of the card. It wouldn't it wouldn't have harmed him to tap out to the torture rack. You, you want to put yeah. it on that it hurts, let him get it locked in, and then him tap out. That wouldn't harm him. This just makes him yeah. look like a fucking idiot, because he he's not going anywhere. He's not going mm. anywhere up on the card. He has most respect for Hugh Morris. I don't know. Lex Luger's three, well over three hundred pounds. You must be on a. Oh no, he was talking about Hugh Morris. Sorry, yeah. sorry. And he's on a tear, but he actually says tear and tear indistinct. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it said that when me, me and Jean said you're on a tear, and it said tear, and then Luger said I'm on a tear, and then it said tear again. Like <laughs> subtitles, fucking brilliant. Oh, he's Sting. Oh, Sting's here. It's Sting. Sorry, Tony's not here. That's all right. Somebody's throwing rubbish in the ring already. 
Sting with a red and black baseball bat. He's not improved on his look any anymore though. We're adding little things to his face, but it's just it's just the crawl here. There's nothing yeah. more to it. Tappy tappy. <laughs> oh. So this is interesting. They've shown that. Ah. Ah. Right. So basically, Sting has just told him that, yeah, you're still on my side. I'm still on mm. your side. We're good. Yeah. Here's a bat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, I like, see, no, that's the kind of thing that I like about this whole new presentation, this thing. He doesn't have to say anything. He doesn't yeah. say anything. He, he lets his actions do the talking, and it leaves everything open to interpretation to the viewer and to his peers in in, in WCW. Instigates debate as well, doesn't it? Like, you can like imagine being back in school or back in the office when this was happening and, and everybody arguing about... Well, well, he must be doing it for this reason. No, 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 he's doing it for this reason. Yeah. So I like that. Not ev uh, not everything has to be spelled out for us by the commentary. Yeah. You know, let us come to our own conclusions. Let, or Not even conclusions. Let, let us just debate on what was going on, what's going to happen from here, you know, and let the story play out. Yeah. We'll let yeah. the story play out naturally from there. It's like you've always said as well, nuances. And that's yes. that's what this character comes down to, doesn't it? Sting's character comes down to nuance. Because yeah. if he's not speaking, then uh, everything else needs to do the talking for him. And we're already on hour two. Like, that was a really quick hour, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I can't lie, yeah. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, there wasn't really much to the last two matches, but... Uh, there were story developments in both of those matches that we can look at. There were just two really good matches to start the ma uh, start the show, and I think what we've have here is some really good pacing. I probably yes. would have still like had the tag match between the cruiserweight matches, but again, the cruiserweight matches and back to back just gave them gave the natural a hot start. And I think considering that we're we're in a whole new era here, like us two, this podcast doing something a little bit different, we're doing the watch-alongs, you kind of need that fast-paced start. Yeah, totally. You know, kind of like, kind of like, you know, a new show. Like, your new show, yeah. you, you set the pace, and that really set a good pace. Now, whether they do this again next week is another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll be opening it up with uh, Nick Patrick, who uh, I haven't missed in five months. No, neither have I. <laughs> five I have heard... Five months in a neck brace, come on. <laughs> oh, Chris Jericho's here, and... Um... Teddy Long. Yeah. Teddy Long, Chris Jericho's manager now? What the hell's going on here? Yeah, was it uh, Teddy Long had a, a problem with Nick Patrick? And then Jericho and had a problem with Nick Patrick. Yeah, he's kind of took it upon himself and to just. Jericho is looking fucking fantastic here. Yeah. It, I mean, it's this is the Jericho that I remember from the 90s, like the late 90s. Yes, it's definitely. just that look that he's got and he's in, in really good shape. You know he's 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 got himself down now. He knows what it what his look is. Just finished his uh, UK tour with Fozzy. Uh, I take it you attended many of those shows, Brian. Uh, yeah, Grand Total Zero. 
<laughs> so, always worth it. I, I remember when we were going to uh, we were going to Preston uh, a couple of months back. Uh, Mark was driving, Beth was in the front, quite drunk. I must have, I must have to point that out because I thought she were quite funny that day. Like, she was already pretty tall. She goes, "Oh, Brian, would you like a mini roll? Just, just passing me fucking mini rolls from the front seat." <laughs> but you you had Spotify on and. Uh, and Fozzy came on, and I just got out a big groan. And Beth went, <laughs> not a Fozzy fan, Brian. I went, nope. <laughs> and you two were like, oh, I like this song, I like this song. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Weren't interested. No. We are on our well, way to see our good friends a priori. By the way, that's what they're called. Like, we've debated and, and yeah. what, what they're called and all that. They basically just say, yeah, you can call yourselves, call us whatever you want, like... But a, a couple of weeks ago, I actually watched um, watched a video with uh, Moose. Uh, mouse, sorry, Mo- not Moose. Ma- that's I, I that's bullets. Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he was actually talking about something, and he said a priori, and I'm like, okay, a priori. That's the one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Latin. So yeah. Dead language. We don't speak. Let's Latin just say <laughs> we 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 we've been debating this and getting this wrong for a long time. Because uh, I always used to say, "What did I used to say?" A priori, like I did. A priori, because that's what you told me. So I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's him. Ah, ah. So we got one half of the public enemy versus Chris Jericho. So this and Chris Jericho did just get like molested. We we do we do need to point that out. Yes. <laughs> He did. He seems okay about it, but he, he did get fully rubbed for, for a good few seconds by a young lady at uh, ringside there. Yeah. So, the reason why I'm going, ah, I'm thinking, well, we've got one half of the public enemy. We've only got Rock or Rock here. And that, to me, says this should you be... <laughs> you haven't. Is it not Rock or Rock? <laughs> no, it's Johnny Grunge. Johnny Grunge. I'm, one of you, I'm right? so happy you got that wrong, because I was like, how the fuck do you know that? Because I can't tell them apart. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm just, like, guessing here. Like, Rock or Rock, Johnny Grunge, fucking... The shit names, come on. Like, they are. <laughs> shit names, shit what, shit wrestlers. Like, yeah, you know, get back to his EW. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, this should be a half-decent match. <coughs> Because it's got Jericho oh, everybody's in. looking. Everybody's looking at the entranceway. Again. So it's going to be Nick Patrick then. Oh my Jesus God. fucking Christ. Looking like Big Boss Man's shorter, skinnier brother here. <laughs> got his ear pierced and everything. Oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm totally not part of the NWO. <laughs> Uh, you're just kind of like giving yourself away there bud. so what do you think is going to happen here he's going to come down wallop Mark Curtis and count the three count for public enemy mm, <laughs> for public enemy <laughs> just, it's just easier they're, than saying the wrong they're name they're in together they're, you know <laughs> uh, look at the size of him he, he may as well be two men oh Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> although to be fair that could all be body armour I mean it is a hockey shirt isn't it yeah he could have oh, a fat suit sort of underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, 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 I forgot about the fucking dancing. I seriously forgot about the dancing. Somebody's actually repeated it in the crowd. 
the one fan. Look at Jericho's face there, right out of the uh, William Regal playbook. Yeah, he's disgusted with a dance. <laughs> oh, good fun this, Brian. It's good to be back. It is. And with a whole new dynamic where we're actually watching this, live reactions of all these. Like, yeah. He's not writing some of that. Did he just do the dance while he's trying to do a pin? What the fuck? Just stop, grunge. Just fucking stop. He's getting heel heat from me for just doing that. And that yeah. and that pin was right out of the Nikita Lyons fucking playbook. But yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, looked, he looked forward fucking two decades and like, yeah, Nikita Lyons is doing this. Like, I've got a fat ass. I'll just do the same pin. <laughs> oh, speaking of looking forward two decades, um, they're currently mentioning uh, Jeff Jarrett and Sting and... We all know what's happening this weekend. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it just uh... we just knew this was going to happen, didn't we? We just knew it. Like, it, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be the first fucking one. I thought they'd have actually done it somewhere down the line, but yeah. no, apparently Jeff Jarrett comes in two weeks later. We make a match with Sting. Oh, here's Johnny Grunge with the poo-coloured fucking steel chair. Like that's that's different. <laughs> Colored. <laughs> Seriously, it looked like baby baby shit coloured. It was fucking awful. Like black or blue, no in between. Come on. Oh. To be fair, Jericho's really done well in this match to make it actually look like half decent. Yeah, you know, he's, I mean, it's a poor story. The crowd's not into it. No, and yeah, it it it's it's just there, and that was terrible. <laughs> two people cheered that fucking clothesline on that chair. Okay, so we've this got is... two fans. <laughs> yeah. So this yeah, anyway, those... you you didn't actually get my theory on what what's gonna happen. So I I reckon that basically someone's gonna get the pin, Curtis is gonna count it, and then. Patrick is going to come down and say, no, 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 this happened, blah, blah, blah. Basically, same old shit that happens week in, week out. Yeah. What we really want to happen is we want Mark Curtis to powerbomb Nick Patrick through that table. Oh, yes. I'd love to see that, you know. That would be nice. Hurt his neck for real. (laughs) Ratings draw. Yeah. Kind of like when Earl Hebner and uh, Nick Patrick had that match one time. Yeah, was that was that on a pay per view? That were SmackDown. That were Invasion. It was Invasion. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. All started because of, of hanging up shirts in the dressing room. Literally, that's Nick all it Patrick. started. <laughs> Nick uh, Patrick's w- shirts were legit. WCW and, uh... referees hanging their shirts in the you know in the locker room, and it's like, no, 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 you can't hang those shirts in here. Oh, for f- what was that? <laughs> So, Rock or Rock has just tried to do an elbow drop with the chair underneath his arm. Through oh, a missile drop kick to standing position. Through the table, and Jericho had already moved and he just went through the table anyway. Like, yeah. And it, it, he had, it had no impact on it, and he got straight back up anyway. Yeah. Come on, baby! <laughs> <laughs> right, so... Okay, so where's Nick, uh, Nick Patrick? What a weird chair. Okay, so he, 
in the slow-mo, Jericho just started moving. So, okay, it weren't that this time. But, yeah, weird-looking sure. Yeah. Uh, he didn't even put his elbow underneath it. It was on his fucking wrist. Like, that is... you. That's just an injury waiting to happen. But then again, yeah. you know, you can say that about every every match involving the public enemy. Injuries waiting <laughs> yeah. to happen. And it could be for them, or it could be for their Here's opponents. Teddy Long. He's about to make it a tag team match. I was seriously taking a drink uh, when you said that. <laughs> and is, would, he, is he back, would, is he back think, on Twitter yet? Um, I think so. Is he? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I mean, touch wood, because Twitter is apparently dead tonight, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, if the 18th of November is anything to go by, Twitter died tonight. RIP. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> hmm. And by the way, I, I, you know, I nearly said Neil Patrick instead of Nick Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris, but then I just realised <laughs> that Chris Jericho does really have a Neil Patrick Harris look to him at this time. He does, yeah. he does, cut yeah. His, cut his hair. Uh, Cut his hair short. Short back and sides, yes, yeah. absolutely. He um, has just offered Nick Patrick out at World War Three with to wrestle him with one arm tied behind his back. Oh fucking hell. Which you actually you predicted was gonna happen. Not the one arm tied behind the back, obviously, but you did predict it was going to be a match at World War Three. Yes. <laughs> um kudos on that one. I've got a prize for you. Just be just yeah. Oh, I've already had the prize from you. Right, so out of context, that was wrong, but I did that on purpose. It was a little bit. <laughs> I did that on purpose. What, have I been sleep sexing again? Uh, <laughs> okay, Beth. <laughs> uh, no, uh, okay, so I celebrated a birthday uh, two months ago, and Mark got me the fucking greatest present ever. Oh, dude. He got me a signed picture, personally signed picture by William Regal. And mm-hmm. I just finished doing my studio back up after that. And literally, like, a week after I finished my studio properly. And, yeah, uh, that went straight on my shelf. Like, I fucking love that. I, I, I genuinely look at it every single day and I nod to it. Like, yeah, that's fucking badass. I gotta say, it is a fucking smart picture, isn't mm. it? Like, really good. They did so, a really, really good job of it. So a friend of mine uh, actually said that uh, said that he's not a wrestling fan, right? Like that, he doesn't know who Regal is, and he said it's a badass picture. Yes, absolutely. So that says it all. <laughs> it is a fucking badass picture. Yeah. Shout nice. shout out to William Regal for that, by the way. Uh, and you, lucky bastard, actually met him, so. <laughs> Yeah, who is it? He said he. Who is it? He said I look like. I forgot now. There's somebody in wrestling. I can't remember who it were. Uh, Wait, Roman Reigns. No, 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 no. It wasn't somebody massive. Somebody in NXT. Or was in NXT. I don't know if they're there anymore. I can't remember. And I didn't know who it was, so I said to him, "Is that? I don't know. Is that a?" Is that a compliment or an insult? He went, it's absolutely a compliment. He's a very look, good-looking guy. I'm like, oh, thanks very much. I can't remember his name. At least he didn't say you look like Andy Carroll. <laughs> You've had that way too many times. Yeah. yeah. So Where is Andy Carroll these days? He's at Reading again, I think. 
Oh, no, no, no. We're ready to West Brom. I think he's gone to West Brom. West Brom? I don't know how he's still fucking kicking on. I don't know either. Probably because he's just in between clubs and just getting a lot of rest. And money. Yeah. <laughs> so, by the way, uh, the NWR, uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, Te- uh, Ted DiBiase and Vincent with... Elizabeth in an NWO shirt that is way too, tied. way too big for her and yes we're all tied uh, Go, g- girls in oversized shirts that's just as sexy it's fine yeah yeah it is uh, Bobby Heenan's sky food but they were just having a go at Eric Bischoff I didn't really get anything about that <laughs> not really no um, oh it oh, is DDP for an interview he was uh, he was getting Bischoff to admit that uh, Hogan is much richer than Rowdy Roddy Piper, oh, which okay. we would have known anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Look at that shirt. Mm. Very 90s, but a badass shirt. There's a lot of skulls. It kind of looks like looks like a crowd of, of skeletons, really. Yeah. It's a good look. It suits DDP. So, it's hard to really Ooh. understand where DDP lies at this point. Has he full yeah. on turn face or is he a face? I think he's. But he's still... saying you're cutting into my time again. Yeah, it's he's he's got problems with the NW wall, so he's in the midst of the first turn, quite you know, still. So, I can hear your cat in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi. Come on then. Come on. Say so, sorry for the radio silence, would have it. I'm just listening to DDP here. Yeah, we. I, I was going to say that if if we do drop silent, it's just so that we can uh, understand what's actually being said in the promo. Yeah, because the the the, the captions aren't all great. They're a little bit behind. I'm, indistinct, uh, prime example. <laughs> right. I'm indistinct when Paul fucking White is talking. Yeah. That is literally every promo in WWE with, uh, with the big show. Indistinct. It's like, he does have that, um, or, or, Paul White, or this is how I talk kind of quality to his voice. Like, you just don't yeah. understand what he's saying like half the time. Something very beautiful is happening tonight. Okay. <laughs> Mark having sleep sex, it's going to be beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> Excuse me. Right, sorry. so something beautiful is going to happen tonight. What? How, how is that any kind of threat? <laughs> it's not. It's more just like, oh, well, that's nice. Right, because all I want now is them to say that and then go. <laughs> and then Big Brother comes out dressed like George Michael and starts singing. Because like, <laughs> he fucking does, doesn't he? Bobby Eaton. Fucking hell, he ain't seen him for a while. No. Looking a little different. Oh my god. In this ensemble, he looks like the honky tonk man. Like, Yeesh. that is. 
Not a good look. Uh, speaking of not good looks, here's Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... It, I, 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 don't, I, I don't understand this fucking attire. And, I I know, just and don't he has it. it for such a long time as well. Yeah, yeah. Right, he, he'll have this in WWE for quite a while, and then he'll just he'll switch to shorts, like trunks. Shorts, yeah. Yeah, which is such a better look. I mean, I know it's Duke Nukem, but he look... It's such, yeah, because he cuts his hair short. He has a short back and sides, wears a shade, and he's wearing shorts. And he, it's it's a great look. Yeah, you know, it, it, it it's just a bit it. too small to pull off. Uh, Duke Nukem, I think. Duke Nukem is easy. Like, okay, so uh, Gordon Ramsay then, like. <laughs> so imagine like uh, Jeff Jarrett in '99 onwards. You know the shades. You know, every 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 move that he's done to him, he sells it by just going shit. <laughs> have you ever seen that compilation of uh, Gordon Ramsay saying shit? I can't say I have yeah, though. But I can imagine that that's a yeah. It, it's like Sean Bean about... saying wanker. <laughs> There's a compilation of him just saying wanker in his thick Yorkshire accent. I think Lots that's like of, uh, one of the words he never used in Game of Thrones was wanker. And I think he says it in yeah. everything but Game of Thrones. You know, imagine before <laughs> before uh, Ned Stark got executed and go, get on with it, you wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Someone dub that in. Actually, just dumb in saying wanker, you know, wanker. <laughs> there goes his head. <laughs> How are you finding the uh, prequel? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm oh, at, is it good? I yes, very good, very good. It it helps that you know neither uh, Dan or Dave are involved in it. Yeah, and the source material is already there, written up anyway. You're not waiting on a final book, and you ain't got George R R, R. Martin saying like, "Well, there can't be any spoilers or whatever." Just give them way too much creative freedom. Yeah. The source materials yeah. are they they can change little things. If you want to read the book, you can do, and then you can understand everything what goes on. I'm not mm -hmm. reading the book, you know. I am. I'm, I'm happy to go into this with absolutely no expectations, and the first season has been excellent. To the Targaryen so family has become my favourite family because of that show. Oh, Flo's back. Yeah, in his uh, Christmas Day after meal, yeah. falling <laughs> falling asleep in the chair watching. Watching on the buses on ITV for <laughs> sweater. For sure. That's what he got that's, for Christmas. It's exactly right. That. So now, I like how you relate to that because that is exactly what my dad would have worn on Christmas Day. He would have got he would have got a sweater like that, and he would have never wear, wore it again. And he would have been falling asleep after dinner in IT, you know watching ITV for watching the two Ronnies or on the buses or something like that. In a sweater like that, it's fucking oh memories. God, I don't know what happened in that match. I don't know if it's <laughs> if it's if Jarrett won or <laughs> uh, Jarrett did win. Uh, Jarrett won with the figure four. I'm sorry, I was just distracted by uh, by Rick for his very, uh, dad by the, sweater. By the, by the jumper, yeah. That's uh, very apt. That's quite the attire, yeah. So I'm just thinking of when he Ric Flair after dinner going, 
you know, uh, just sitting in the chair like, put on, woo, ITV4. Yeah, Gone. dozing off. <laughs> yeah. A little less energy. It's, uh, tell you what, it's not the t- traditional Ric Flair energy. It's uh, Woo Wings Ric Flair energy. Oh, Like, God. phoning it in. Woo Wings, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I can't do a good Rick Flair impression. Legendary favorites. Legendary. <laughs> because that's what he says. He doesn't say legendary. He says Woo Wings, legendary favorites. He does. He does. But that's really tickle me. He does say that. Yeah. It's one of the worst promos he's ever done. Yeah. Like I said, phoning it in. We sorry. Go back to why it in. the end? Why? Oh, yeah, of course. Because at this point, yeah, sorry, never mind. <laughs> the front, the front row, they're all wearing shirts, and it all spells NWO for life. And Sting comes in, and he drops Jeff. Oh, there's three. On his head. Oh, further distractions. The three guys that were just walking in the crowd then, and they were put that child down for fuck's sake. Like <laughs> I hate people that do that. Just pick the child up. Like fucking put them down. Come on, they can see. The proper Lion King. Yeah. yeah. But there were there were three guys just running across, and they were doing uh, they were pumping the roof with their hands, you know. <laughs> they were like so distracting. It, yeah, well, it is ninety six. I've missed Nate on TV. I really have. Like at this point, yeah, his promos yeah. make no fucking sense most of the time, but it's so entertaining. And it's obviously worth noting that the uh, the shoulder injury is legit. Yes, we know that. It is legitimate. They actually showed the fucking surgery, didn't they? I forgot about that. Yeah, they showed elements, yeah. 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 Cause I think, I, I remember him saying that he was down in Alabama, and I'm like, I wonder if that's the surgeon that WWE still send their wrestlers to. I wonder. Yeah, James Andrews. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Um, Somebody actually got sent there quite recently. I think it was Cody Rhodes. Oh, well, he, he needed it. Yeah, he, no, no, I mean, like, legitimately in the last few days, like, somebody had actually doing some rehab right. in Alabama. It could have been Cody Rhodes. It could have been somebody else that's injured. I can't remember. And this, this, Oh, it was Randy Orton. Right. Yeah, that's who it were. I was, I was going through the list of injuries in WWE at the moment. Like, I knew it were a male wrestler. I thought Kevin Owens, but it's like, nice. Nah, he's, he's legitimately only just got injured, and it's it's a, an MCL strain. He'll probably be out for a few weeks. Like, he'll be yeah. back. Sting in the rafters watching that. Yeah. I was saying that I really like crowd brawling. Like, you know, like sorry, uh, backstage brawls and brawls in the ring, the old crowd, uh, crowd brawl. And it's just something yeah. that WWE just stopped doing. And they've been doing it again. Honestly, I, don't get me wrong, I don't like the guy. Lee Marshall's talking here, so we don't really need to cover this, but um, <laughs> fucking stupid on the road shit. Um, yeah, this past, last Monday night on Raw, we actually saw the aftermath of Austin Theory's failed cashing of the US title, because uh, he, he realised he ain't getting it near Roman Reigns, which makes sense. So he tried cashing it in in the US title and he got beat up by Bobby Lashley and then Seth, Roll- Seth Rollins, who would have been beaten up himself, still managed to win the match in a massive fair serve, which is good for him. And then this past week, we saw the aftermath of it and Austin Theory actually going insane. And he beat the living fucking daylights out, out of Dolph Ziggler. 
and then came back at the end of the show and did the same to Seth Rollins. Don't like the guy in real life, but it put him over to the nth degree, and it were a really good, they were really good brawls as well. I'm loving that that kind of side of wrestling again. We need more of it. And here's George Michael again, looking like a cop. <laughs> Buff Bagwell's really annoyed at you. <laughs> and yeah, that fucking Jimmy Hart and HDTVs just shouldn't go together. No, they shouldn't. But yeah, I, I'd say if you want to check out like a good brawl, watch that because it was it was just really good stuff. And against my my will, it made me invested in Austin Theory. And I hate that, mm. I hate that, but it made me Shucking invested in him. He's a real-life prick, but, like, he's done some shady shit. But, like, I got invested in the character. Like, it's what you do. That's how you get characters over. Especially with someone yeah. that's a fucking heel. And it is, I think has been undervalued by people for so long and been taken the piss out of, saying, you're not fucking good enough, and then he goes and proves that he's fucking good enough. The only thing I hated about it really, apart from hating Austin Theory himself, is that when he had a match with Dolph Ziggler, they were both dressed in green camo. Uh, so it kind of looked like a tag team falling out. <laughs> yeah. But it weren't. Yeah. But again, Dolph Ziggler is selling space for itself, so that kind of helps. Yeah. But Seth Rollins also a great seller. So, yeah, WWE TV, it's got some good stuff going on. You know, if you, you like, like a little bit of good wrestling, you're bored, put it on. You'll find something that you like. That's just to everybody, really. Same with AEW. Like, AEW's booking has been atrocious this year, I must say. There's been some very, very questionable booking. Some very, very questionable backstage stuff. Quite very questionable fucking control said backstage stuff. Let's not get into it too much. But, yeah. you know, there's still some good stuff there. You know, big fan of Ricky Starks now. Really liking his stuff. Just not on TV hmm. enough. Not on TV enough for my liking. When I, uh, when I spoke to Gary earlier, we were talking, um, obviously they've announced that they are coming to the UK, that's confirmed. Yes. The poster is in London, so we... we Very interesting. We, it's not not confirmed where it's going to be, but the, the rumour is that it'll be uh, Wembley Arena and then they're going to tape a Rampage in Manchester. Um, Makes sense. But Gary, Gary was saying to me that Rampage has really fallen by the wayside and yeah, it's just it, like a nothing show. It's basically become Smackdown. Like how SmackDown was for right. a long time, just the the forgotten show, just an extra hour. Yeah. They could it does not help that they put it up against SmackDown as well. Like well, not right. even up against SmackDown, they put it after SmackDown. And with WWE running pretty hot, people are gonna be tuning into SmackDown and like after after that they probably just had the fill. Yeah. You know, so it's Smackdown three hours as well no it's two hours but like three hours can be a lot to consume wrestling anyway yes like I I suppose Raw has been so good you kind of forget about that but again like you see that on Friday you're probably watching you know you might watch NXT as well you're watching Dynamite then you're watching Smackdown and then Rampage on afterwards and you might be watching Impact on top of that who fucking knows like it's just get it gets a little bit much, doesn't it? So you've yeah, got to can. pull all the stops and make that short. And they've, maybe they've just taken the foot off the pedal. And 
with SmackDown being a better show, people will just tune in to that and they're like, yeah, I've had my film for tonight because Rampage is going to be forgettable and generally speaking, it is forgettable. Shame. Shame. Do you think they'll um, they'll limp along until they get Ring of Honor on TV, perhaps? Is that is that in the works or is that They do idea, want or? Ring of Honor on TV, but they really need to make a hardline, hardline separation between the two. Yes. You can transfer yeah, yeah. people over, but not have them both be a part of both shows at the same time. Yeah. They use it like an old school territory, you know, territory system. Yeah. Like they need their own roster on. Yeah. Se- separate the roster, have hardline AEW stars, have hardline Ring of Honor stars, and then, you know, you can just transfer between the two. And I'm not saying the draft, just like freshen TV up a little bit, you know, someone goes here, the other, someone else goes there, that kind of thing. Because yeah. ideally I'd like some more draw on AEW more than Ring of Honor, personally. But he, Really? Yeah, but he's Ring of Honor TV champion. And I know he's associated with Ring of Honor more than AEW, but he's yeah. that good a wrestler. I'd, I'd prefer him on AEW because I think Ring of Honor is still going to be somewhat forgotten about. Hmm. You know what? I, I think cement a Ring of Honor ros- roster that is not the old roster, like a new roster. Have them help it out, let it get along, and then use it as a development system. That's what you should do. Right. It should be like NXT. Right at this point, yeah. if you're going to own both, make it like NXT. Yeah. It can be have its own separate entity. And yeah, we'll just like talk through one match. It was Big Bubba versus Jim Powers, so who cares? Yeah, I like Jim Powers, but he's a good. Not, he's got a good look. Much. He's not. A, he's okay in the ring, but he's against Big Bubba, who's way out, really out of shape again. Like he's pit. I, I said that Big Bubba got in some real good shape recently, and he's just put it all back on again. It's just, it's such a shame. Yeah. Like. He was sweating during that match, yeah. and that didn't go on that long. Yeah. Chris Benoit with the beautiful woman. That is woman, by the way. <laughs> you know? Again, it's like, she just looks fantastic no matter what. She, you know, she just looks fucking great She and she just knows her role. Mm-hmm. Fucking brilliant. I have a sneaky suspicion I know who he's going against. Yeah. Cool. I could be wrong. The but... Hallie Burton briefcase. Like, what? <laughs> it's Eddie Guerrero. Nope. I'm right. <laughs> okay. Full looking good, full motion ribs. What? <laughs> full look- <laughs> that mate, you know what? When you say that about Eddie Guerrero. You don't make me fucking invested in Eddie Guerrero that he's, you know, that he's healed. It makes me want some baby back ribs or something, you know, barbecue ribs, you know, <laughs> full, uh, full good looking ribs. Mm. And Brian's going to call this one. <laughs> I'm fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's got three cruiserweight matches. We have been fucking spoiled tonight. Yes. Oh, what a backbreaker. It's beautiful. And it's not three crap cruiserweights either, is it? No. Uh, six cr- crap cruiserweights, rather. No. They were all very good. Yeah. Bocce, you know, a little bit with Hoovy, but you can expect that at this point. Yeah, definitely. But... Oh! <laughs> oh, nice. So, Ben Ward just did a monkey flip. 
Eddie Guerrero. I don't know how he did that. He kept the same angle. He didn't arch his back whatsoever. He just flipped no. onto his feet. He was just straight. That yeah. was fucking great. Insane. Oh, we got fucking Kevin, uh, Kevin Sullivan talking in the corner now. It's like, oh, don't do this, please. Well, they're resting. I'm all right with it. I've got to say. Benoit arguing with woman there. Someone brought Kevin Sullivan's neck. When? Yeah, he's not wearing a neck brace, but Nick Patrick. Exactly. Like Nick, bro Nick Patrick is selling a fucking sprain from fucking months ago. Like, months mm. in the timeline, not through our podcast, although it feels like it at times, you know. And yeah. apparently Kevin Sullivan's had a broken neck at some point, and he got over it pretty quickly. So, Nick Patrick, take that fucking brace off, you idiot. Oh, I love that move. Gotta say, Eddie Guerrero's full of speed in this match. Like, yes. It, 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 He's always got... That's not speed the drug, just so you know. No, 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 he's... <laughs> full of pace, like... Matches don't start with so much intensity with Eddie Guerrero. We'll do a few quick moves, but there's intensity and pace in this match that I'm really enjoying. It has slowed down because uh, Ben Watt is now on the fence, like... But... Yeah, that's what makes these two a great match. He slapped him in the face twice there as well while he's been down on the mat. Yeah. Benoit pulling him back up now and an arm drag onto the floor. Oops. He's able to keep his call. Well, he's not. Okay, Benoit, what the fuck have you done to your hair? <laughs> he's looking like the 70s Bruce Banner here. <laughs> and that makes him even scarier. I just think if he gets a little bit too pissed off, he's just going to rip his bloody tights off. At, you know, at the bottom, he's just going to rip and... He's just going to go all green. <laughs> don't think there's much you can do when you're kind of trying to grow out a mullet to have a normal hairstyle. Yeah. Right, I heard uh, sexy man and not 60 men there. <laughs> you know, from... <laughs> I've I, I, I got to be honest, I didn't hear a fucking yeah, thing woman, because it, woman, it cuts a woman. Yeah, which was smart. Yeah. A very rare just happy smile from her towards the camera and you're like oh just pure flirt in them eyes yeah, as well yeah. like she just she got fucking the ability to just put a look on her face nice move yeah. and yeah for a moment you know I was yeah just transfixed <laughs> <laughs> I think you were as well weren't you a little bit yeah a little bit I think Beth has said in the past like she just looked at her and she went, "Oh, she's beautiful." Like, like the oh, she yes, she's a big fan of yeah. it. A big, big I fan remember of it, that. Yeah. I remember that. She just said like she's like I think she said actually said that she's a really stunning woman and she is. She really is. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. But she's got like I know Elizabeth's been around, probably been around the business at this point. Like what the a lot fuck longer. was she doing there? It looked like she was playing her guitar at the. <laughs> We just saw the back of her. She arched her back and she had her arm out. Her right arm out. I'm like, is she playing her guitar though? Like, that's not part of her gimmick. Or Ben Wall's gimmick. 
No. But see, I didn't hear the theme that Benoit came out to. Since you came out, if you came out to the Four Horsemen theme, then I can understand that a little bit. You know, no, just remind, the, reminding uh, me that, she, that he is part of the Four Horsemen. You know, just play mm. the air guitar or she just makes the noise, like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, like, that's a natural aphrodisiac, is that guitar well. So, you know, <laughs> may, may, maybe, maybe, maybe this is foreplay. <laughs> foreplay instead of four horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's your favourite move. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It's just a stretch. Come on, put the knee in the back. That's what I said. Put the knee in the back. I punch the ribs. Like when they punch the ribs, you it's do like, that. Well, yeah, that make that kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. What's he gonna go for? Power bomb. Oh! <laughs> oh my word! That could have gone real wrong, and the ref was in the way as well. Was Curtis? He would just stood there, and he knew he got he he knew he got a piece of Eddie Guerrero there. Reverse the power bomb. Just rolling out of it at the top, and yeah, into a. It looked like a sunset flip. Sunset it? flip. It was, yeah, yeah. I still don't like Eddie Guerrero's look at this point. I, I think the, the Ron Jeremy look. It's a. It just doesn't do him justice. I think. <laughs> you know. That right, so, is. Right, it, that is terrible. In, in this in in this podcast, I've used the word spunk. I've repeated sleep sex. <laughs> I've mentioned Ron Jeremy. Dog, I've mentioned four doggy play. style. Doggy style. You know, Chinese finger trap. Uh, people are just gonna think nice. I'm horny. <laughs> yeah. uh, they probably won't be wrong. <laughs> I'm not horny for wrestling, guys. No, just like the Ron Jeremy book and the single. I just don't like it. Like, it, it just doesn't suit him. You know, I just, I, I like, I prefer it when he, he gets a little bit of a, a shorter mullet and wets it back. And then he has, and, yeah. and he just reverts to the tights. Like, you know, one of the, one of the unlockable characters on WWE 2K22 is the classic Eddie Guerrero with, with the black and gold tights, you know, the half and half. That yeah. fucking look is beautiful i fucking love that look so much it is one of my favorite attires ever and oh superplex oh that was steady landed on the back of his fucking head there jesus yeah, he felt that one. that's one of the stiffest superplexes i've ever seen jesus christ i fucking winced looking at that I think you always do, don't you? When, especially when it's Benoit. Yeah, but just in general, just how stiff it were. Yeah. Again, just a really fucking good cruiserweight match, but they're not. Yes. They're not anything but with these two, are they? Oh, okay. So is it a is it a double disqualification here? Yeah, no? no. Alright no, then. And I'm really concerned for Benoit there because he's just bashed the front of his head on the concrete. Well, he's up, and he's not selling it. Oh, he fucking wouldn't sell it though, would he? Even if he's in legitimate no. pain, he would just continue with it. 
Oh, woman's just got between woman's them. Woman's got involved. Oh, nice try. <laughs> Still fucking works out though. Yes. Doesn't it? <laughs> Small package. Yeah, Ron Jeremy notoriously did not have a small package. <laughs> <laughs> so that is ironic here that I've just called him Ron Jeremy and you went small package. <laughs> Prime position here for a frog splash. I'm glad that you said that for a frog splash. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, well, you went for a senton. Okay, fair enough. Somersault? No. Nice. No! 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 Oh, good finish though. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Real good match. Very good match. Very, very good yep. match. Um I am just a bit sick of seeing fucking uh, Eddie lose though. <laughs> yeah, same here. You <laughs> keep, know, by skin of his teeth, it's like have I said that and I, the captions came up skin of his teeth, like, you know. Yeah, he's fucking hurt, he's been over. You can tell he's like a little bit out of it. Like his eyes have slightly glazed over. Yeah, and he actually cut an half decent promo yeah. to the fucking microphone uh, to the fucking camera. Which is weird considering that Benoit never been good for promos. No. You know? So a couple of shots to the head, and he was much better. When I rest, I rest in beef. Do you like this? Do you like this um, red carpet thing for the entrance way? It's all right. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm a bit of uh to be honest with you, I didn't really fucking notice until you said it, so but you know, I'm I'm, I'm I've always had I'm this, a traditionalist, but this... I don't I don't mind the red carpet. Yeah. I've always had this thing in my head of, of people slipping, you know, and I've seen it happen once or twice, but every time somebody's walking down it, because it's all metal, I keep thinking, Oof, what if you slipped? Yeah. Oof, what if she slipped? So having the red carpet there probably makes sense to have a little bit But it's usually grids, isn't it? So they usually kind of like have that yeah. little bit of grip. It's like nowadays, yeah. a ramp like in WWE, it's just all per perspex or it screens. And yeah. I yeah. look at that and I think, bloody hell, someone's going to slip on that. You never see people slip well, on that. Well, that's it. You never see them if slip. People come down with water and everything. Yeah. And then you look at the bottom of wrestling boots and they're notoriously smooth. Yeah. There's so, no grip to them whatsoever. But they have to have some kind of grip to them because otherwise they'll slide in the ring because it's canvas. Like you, you mm -hmm. can't have like dress shoes are like really really bad in in wrestling. Like you pay, people, when you get into the ring, you if you're wearing dress shoes, you've got to be really fucking careful because you can slip on that canvas very easily. Oh, Roddy Piper's here, and the re uh, the red carpet's gone. Ah, huh, okay. So was it for woman's benefit? Maybe. Maybe. So she was but yeah, heels. we don't really see people slip on the ramp that is that that easily. So maybe there is enough grip in in the shoes to be able to, you know, or maybe it's the it's a material or something. Again, it looks like they've got perfect perspex over that ramp. So maybe yeah. I don't know. Uh, I just wish they'd do away with the really long ramp that they have that goes from from the entrance to the actual ring itself. It looks like a stage. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I've seen some quite nasty injuries with that, and then you saw Brian Danielson get trapped in between the ramp and the ring not too long ago, and he legitimately hurt his arm, and that kind of thing. It's like, yeah, do away with that ramp. Oof. It's fucking dangerous. Yeah, like, he, he, yeah. he, he, he could have lost his arm by doing that. Like, you never know how, how bad mm. that could have been. He could have crushed his arm. It's like, yeah... 
Oh, Roddy Piper coming here to tell some truths. Like, yeah, he's not particularly known for telling the truth a lot, was he? You know? Yeah, he's like, up in Canada, we celebrate Thanksgiving as well. And we do it with our underwears off. Because I wear a kilt as a Canadian. Pretending to be Scottish. <laughs> He's talking about Presbyterian hospitals here. Like, what? When I was taken on all comers in the garage. Carolina, no less. What? Tootsie Bar and Grill. Like, out of context, this is just... Already Bischoff's like, oh, for fuck's why sake. Have what why have we brought this guy in? Like, even with subtitles, like, it's could... like... And the subtitles like saying indistinct. The verbiage is just not there. Like, none of it connects. Yeah, there's nothing here. And I'm just a little P-O- P.O.D. I'm a little P.O.D. P.O.D. That was the first theme that came to me because I can't remember any other P.O.D. songs. I remember just from Emma Studio's theme. Alive. Yeah, but I can't remember how it goes. I feel so alive. Yeah, now I've got it. Oh, the very first and he's just called Eric Bischoff a liar. Oh my god, it's happening. It's happening. It, I know what's happening here. It's finally happening. Now, bear in mind, I don't know how it happens. What I'm <laughs> thinking, but I think it's happening here. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> like he's just... It's like he's got fucking... It's like he's got bipolar, Roddy Parker, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh, for God's sake, just stay on topic. Christ almighty. Like, you can do this. You can do this just to fill in a little bit of time and just make it, like, a part of your promo just to... Right, and not necessarily a filler because it's not, like, really bad filler, I'd say. It's just kind of, like, just drawing your... There we go. NWO here. Yeah. I I, I called it. He's revealing that Eric Bischoff is part of the NWO after all. And Eric Bischoff stood back, you know, acting like, yeah, you know what, nothing's happening here, you know what, what have you? I actually completely forgot about this. Ah, there we go. Yeah, I fucking yeah. knew it. I knew it was happening here. But yeah, I was just saying, like, you can do that little bit of filler for the promo, and it's not like bad context or anything like that. But when it's Roddy Piper, it's just kind of like it's just gonna go nowhere. You're fucking... He's just rambling, basically. Fucking bastard. I knew this was happening, and yet I still feel a little <laughs> bit betrayed. After everything yeah. we've seen. After yeah. everything we've seen, I'd still feel a little bit betrayed. Jesus Christ, I hope fucking Piper's wearing something underneath that kilt. He, he is. Why, why from... Oh, thank yeah. God for that. Because <laughs> when he flipped back then, I'm like, oh my god. I didn't want to see the bagpipes, let's just say. 
Sorry, plural bagpipe. You want to see <laughs> see the Loch Ness monster? <laughs> you will never be anything, my man, because you won't get in the ring with me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot this sense. is. Yeah, I cool. think this is gonna. Make this match happen. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Massive brawl, but I can't tell who's fucking brawling. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's team police officers versus... <laughs> Look at that little lady. Oh, man. She, she looks even smaller next to Kevin Nash. Jesus Christ. And now the coppers are holding um, See, Roddy Parker right, This back. isn't bad, don't get me wrong, but it's kind of like, I was trying to find out who was actually fucking brawling because somebody actually got in the middle of it and I'm like, well, Hogan's at the side and Bischoff was at the opposite side. So, yeah, I think you were right. I think he was just brawling with the... Fucking oh, hell. He got out. <laughs> <laughs> don't pull his skirt up. <laughs> so, I've got a question. Who fucking hired the police? Oh, man. It seems to just be like a WCW thing, yeah. doesn't it? On a weekly yeah. basis, we just hire the local police and force. why are they holding Roddy Piper back when it's several people versus him? Well, that that's just it, isn't it? The cops were fine with, you know, them holding Roddy Piper, three of them. But then when Hogan took his belt off, it's like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> it's like, Really? The guy's got three guys holding on to him. You know, that's like a... You should probably say something Here about that as well. And the crowd are loving it, and I'm dreading it. <laughs> it's Norfolk, not Northwalk. <laughs> In my cake, no sake. surrender. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Subtitles are fucking brilliant. In my cake, no surrender. Hey, Baldy. I'm guessing that's Hogan. Kiss my ass. Kiss me arse. Yes. Kiss me arse. Kiss arse. me arse. <laughs> <laughs> See, I say it in the Irish. Fuck my phone. It's just Celtic, yeah. isn't it? Well, on that note, um, <laughs> do you want to sign off with a kiss me yeah, arse? Kiss me arse. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good nitro, I must admit. Like, it went by, it went by really fucking fast. Yes, you know, it did. That did not yeah. feel like a one minute, like one hour, 38 minutes, 22 seconds show. That was a really, really it good show. Been. Started hot, ended hot, and yes, not a did. lot of filler either. I mean, the filler that we had, no. there were very quick matches. I think the one that went the longest was the Big Bubba Jim Powers match, and we didn't even pay attention to it. We just let them get on with it, which is fine by me, to be honest with you. It's like, yeah, yeah. they're doing what they're doing. Be all right. It's going to make Jim Duggan matches a lot easier, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, he's got he's got the wrist he's got the tape on his knuckles yeah this is fucking nonsensical bullshit you know yeah, yeah. why didn't get on with it whatever it's, it's an illegal move yeah what does it do <laughs> just tying and taping the knuckles together you know <laughs> whatever and he's also off face <laughs> whatever I'm, I'm through with it <laughs> well hopefully it'll be on the next episode and we can uh, not not can... <laughs> still hope not <laughs> We'll still end up talking about him just as we have. Yes. Been. 
yeah, decent episode. Couple of good uh, cruiserweight matches. A third one which didn't go as long as we'd hope it would. Still good. Still decent. Yeah, still good. And a uh, couple of instances of Sting's uh, storyline progression. And the NWO progression. Nice. A lot of that. And further progression with uh, Scotty Riggs and Marcus Bagwell. So we know that turn is coming at some point in the near future. And don't forget, this weekend on Saturday night, Jeff Jarrett is facing Indistinct. Yeah. <laughs> Indistinct. Ooh, look at you. <laughs> on that note, it might be time to sign yeah. off. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Uh, it's been great to get back to it. And uh, these are going to be a little bit more regular than they were before. And this is the new format. If you've got any feedback, just give it to us. You know the usual places. We really appreciate it. Be any final thoughts, Brian? Uh, yeah. Uh, not really. <laughs> I like, do I? No. I'll debate with myself then. <laughs> I, I, yes, th- I, I think I I've said thoughts, everything so. I needed to say. You know, like, uh, yeah, that's what we should start doing. We should do like a Jerry Springer thing. Like, you know, here's my final thoughts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, we'll catch you on the other side for another episode of the Night Jam podcast very soon. Take care, folks. Bill Murray. <laughs> it's been a long time. I've been looking forward to say that. <laughs>